Welcome to Monday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. As we begin a new week, we are also beginning the last week before we hit vacation, the last wow. week of 2022 for the Morning Show Podcast. Crazy. But don't worry, after a quick break, we will be back on January 3rd. And in the core four today, we are going to touch on the oil spill in Kansas. And the mystery as to why everyone always gets sick in the winter finally solved. Welcome to a new week and welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie and today is Monday, December 12th, 2022. The Core Four, the four headlines you need to know. Over half a million barrels of crude oil spilled into a creek in Kansas this weekend due to a rupture in the Keystone Pipeline, not to be confused with the Keystone XL Pipeline, which I'll explain in a minute. TC Energy, the company that operates the pipeline, says they are still investigating what caused the break, and as the cleanup process continues this week, there have been no reports as to when the pipeline will be running again. The spill, which released about 14,000 barrels of crude oil into the creek before being shut off, is the largest this specific pipeline has ever had, and it's actually bigger than the last 20 spills combined. And if you're curious, like I was, how much 14,000 barrels of crude oil is worth, at $72 a barrel, the oil lost in the spill is worth just over a billion dollars today. And there has been a lot of confusion about the Keystone Pipeline since the news broke. The pipeline that has dominated headlines in the past was a different project by the same company called the Keystone Pipeline XL. Think of it like the sequel to Magic Mike. You had Magic Mike, then you had Magic Mike XXL. This Keystone Pipeline, the one that ruptured in Kansas, runs a little over 2,500 miles from Canada down to Oklahoma and pumps about 600,000 barrels of crude oil each day. The Keystone Pipeline XL would have basically been a thousand mile long addition to this pipeline system, but spills in the original line and the fact that it was going to be rerouted through native land caused a lot of public backlash and the company behind the plan canceled the pipeline after President Biden pulled their permits the day he took office. Arizona's governor has built a wall of cargo containers along the state's southern border along Mexico. Republican Governor Doug Ducey is in his final days in office before Democratic Governor Katie Hobbs takes over. This project has double-stacked shipping containers through several miles of the Coronado National Forest. The Bureau of Reclamation told Arizona it violated U.S. law by building on federal land. The Cocopa Indian tribe also complained the state did not seek permission to build on its reservation when it put shipping containers through their land. Governor Ducey also filed a lawsuit stating he should be allowed to put containers on the Roosevelt Reservation, which is federally owned land. The lawsuit claims that it's not federally owned land and that it belongs to the state of Arizona. But it is federally owned. There's no legal difference in putting the containers on this land or in the middle of the Grand Canyon. Environmental groups say the containers could harm the ecosystem like natural water systems and endangered species. Katie Hobbs will be inaugurated on January 5th and has vowed to remove the shipping containers from Arizona's border. Today, Richmond, Virginia begins the removal of their last city-owned Confederate Civil War statue. The news comes after a judge refused a request by descendants of the man depicted in the statue to stop the city's plan. The statue honors General A.P. Hill, who was killed in the final days of the Civil War as he fought for the Confederate Army. The reason this specific statue is still standing is because the general's body was actually buried beneath it. So 
it's not just about removing the statue, but about what will be done with the remains of the Confederate general and whether or not the statue belongs to the family, since it's kind of like a headstone. As of right now, the family will be able to move the body to a cemetery of their choice, while the monument will remain in storage until the legal process plays out. The city of Richmond, the former Confederate capital, has spent almost $2 million in the last two years removing Confederate statues. Animal shelters are facing a pet adoption crisis. In 2020, we saw headlines about how people were adopting pets like crazy while they were working from home. But in actuality, dog and cat adoptions declined in 2020. Oh, wow. Animal rescues are currently understaffed and overflowing with animals in need of homes. There's been an uptick of people returning pets to shelters. Animal advocates say the decline of work from home, a national housing shortage, and rising costs of pet food and products are some of the factors. In the first nine months of 2022, more animals entered shelters than left them. One industry estimate said the number of cats and dogs facing possible euthanasia is 100,000 higher this year than last year. One New York shelter has seen a 25% increase in surrendered pets. An Atlanta shelter designed to hold 80 animals has been running nearly 300 dogs over capacity. Here in Washington, the rescue Anthony and I work with, Motley Zoo, is still rescuing kittens off the streets, which is not usual for this time of year as mating season is in early spring. They say a lack of people spaying and neutering is what causes kittens this late in the year. So what can you do to help? adopt, but obviously that's a huge undertaking. You can foster an animal, donate money or food to local shelters, or volunteer your time at a local shelter. And pro tip, if you have a high schooler in your life, get them to volunteer at a shelter because it's a great thing to add to their college application. A quick reminder, it's not all doom and gloom. Here's today's Hope for Humanity. We talk about green energy a lot in Hope for Humanity. And the truth is, as more and more people move from typical fossil fuel-powered vehicles to hybrid and electric vehicles, it can be really expensive. Most people can't afford just to go out and buy a brand new electric car whenever they feel like it. I know I can't, which is why today's Hope for Humanity is so cool. A team of researchers in Australia has figured out a way to cut down on diesel fuel emissions while still using diesel engines. A lot of trucks and trains and farm equipment around the world still uses diesel fuel. Here in America, for example, we've got over 20,000 trains that run on diesel. What these researchers in Australia discovered was with some modifications, they could run diesel engines on a mixture using only 10% diesel fuel and 90% hydrogen, and those engines create 85% less CO2 emissions. Now, most of us don't drive diesel-powered cars or trucks, but... When it comes to industries like trucking, rail, agriculture, and mining, some of the biggest polluters on the planet, being able to reduce their carbon emissions while still using the same equipment could be a huge breakthrough and an epic hope for humanity. There's nothing worse than the stress of holiday shopping. And if you wait to last minute, you end up buying anything you can find. And sometimes you end up spending way more than you wanted to. That's why you got to check out my gift guide. It's a mix of items that I've mentioned in what's trending throughout the last year and plenty of other items as well. This year, I broke down the gift guides into five categories. There is one for men, for kids, the host or hostess, pets and pet parents, 
And my most popular category every year, the gift guide for her. And I don't know if that's because men need things to look for for women or women are just shopping for themselves. I think it's partly (laughs) men aren't as good of gift givers as women. I also think people trust your opinion when it comes to buying gifts for women. You can find all five gift guides at themorningshowpodcast.com. Once you get there, just click on today's blog post and you'll see it. Think quick. It's two second tunes. We're going 90s pop groups. Okay. Specifically. So all of the songs you are going to hear are done by big groups in the 90s. So that is the only clue that you get. And as we get into this, let's meet today's contestants. We've got sisters joining us this morning. Devin and Kelly. Good morning, Devin. Good morning. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Okay, so Devin, you roped Kelly into doing this, right? Yes, yes, I did. But you're the one that just keeps saying you're nervous. Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the music one of the family, I think, but... But she exactly. she's a she's a sleeper. I think she's gonna do well. Let me make sure because you guys know the rules. But for people who might be tuning in for the first time, we are gonna play two seconds of a song. Devin and Kelly are then gonna be responsible for giving us the name of the song and the name of the group. So now that we are all on the same page, Carla Marie, who's going first? Devin. Devin, are you ready all for right. your first two second tune? I think so. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm just going to guess a band because I have no idea. I'm just going to say Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. I mean, it is a 90s group. They were huge back then. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Uh, Kelly, Kelly you, can steal, you can steal the first points of the game. Kelly buzzed you. I would love to steal, and I'm really hoping that I'm not, like, conceded for no reason, but I believe that was Mbop by Hanson. Two points. <laughs> but I, I can't blame you because you did have a, an educated guess. You just, you had no yes. idea, but you went Sugar Ray. Unfortunately, zero points for you. Kelly steals those two points. Um, question: right. Did you guys wager anything on this game? We, we did. did. Yes. What? <laughs> the loser has to buy a uh, boba tea. <laughs> boba tea. I thought you were going to say Botox at first, and I was like, that is a very intense wager. Are you saying I'm old? No. Well, (laughs) Kelly, it looks like you've pulled into the early lead, so the boba tea at the moment is yours, but it is still early enough where this is anyone's game. Kelly, here is your two-second tune. That's not fair. (laughs) It's over face. Okay, it's the Backstreet Boys, but I have to get it right because this is one of those tricky ones. Oh, my gosh. And now I'm blanking. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Hold on. Hold on. Larger than life. I sang the whole thing. Two points. (laughs) And Kelly, just like that, takes a commanding commanding lead. What do we got, Carly? Uh, For nothing. For nothing. Oh, no. Devin, Devin, you seem like you knew that one. Yeah, yeah, I had that one. And I did let you decide who was going to go first, so just keep that in mind. I was regretting that decision greatly, yes. Well, Devin, we're back over to you to kick off round two. Here is your two-second tune. NSYNC Shining Star? NSYNC Shining Star. That's not the name of it. Um, Yeah, I'm sticking with that. Well... 
<laughs> You're on the board with one point because the name of the song is Girlfriend. And obviously by NSYNC, that's how you got that one point. All right. But I do. they do say Shining Star at some point so. in the yeah, chorus. Yeah. Yes, they definitely do. You're there. <laughs> and by getting that one point, you're still in the game. And you're not in the Zeros Club. So, yay. That was my goal. <laughs> Woohoo. All right. Half a boba. <laughs> Kelly, back over to you for your part of round two. Here is your two-second tune. Boys to men, I'll make love to you. Two points. Well done. Remember, the theme as we get into round three is groups, pop groups from the 90s. So huge songs, huge groups, all from the 90s. Carla Maria, as we enter round three. Kelly has six and Devin is trailing with one. Kelly's already wrapped it up, huh? Pretty much. We're just playing for fun now. So even though Kelly has locked in the win with six points, Devin, since you signed the two of you up, we're not going to let you go home without getting at least one more clue here. Uh, Okay. So Devin, let's see if we can get some more points on the board as you lost the Boba Tea already. Here is your third two-second tune. Um, I know that one. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Um, you have the CD. Come on now. I'm stuck. Was it my CD? I'm going to. Uh, Destiny's yes. Child. Destiny's Child. I don't know, but I'm sweating. Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child for <laughs> one additional point to add to Yay. your one from before. The song. Kelly, do you want to say it? Is it Bills, Bills, Bills? It is. Oh, that was my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, that was your CD. I used to borrow it from you. I used to steal it. Yeah, it was. I Hold can, on. I can picture it now. Devin, did you just say that was your favorite? I used to sing it constantly, yes, but it's been a long time it's since I listened to it. So. Quite a few years. That's true. Yeah. Now, we've got one more clue. I just want to play it because these songs have been a lot of fun. Yes. Are you guys ready? Anyone can yell at the answer since the game is over. Here is the final two-second tune. Girl, spice up your life. You know, that was just should have been in round one. (laughs) Regardless, the outcome means Kelly, you've got your boba tea. Congratulations for being today's winner. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. This is for health nerds and just about anybody. Scientists finally know why we get sick in the winter. In what researchers are calling a scientific breakthrough, a study shows that cold air itself damages the immune response that happens in our nose. If temperature in the nose is reduced by only 9 degrees, it kills 50% of the billions of virus and bacteria-fighting cells in the nostrils. So cold air kills the good guys that are keeping out viruses from getting into the rest of our body. So how can you keep your nose warm? You don't have to start wearing a little glove on your nose. That'd be fun. Doctors say there's one thing you can do that will not only keep your nose warm, but it will also keep germs out. That would be wearing a mask. Or like a bandana would help if you're like walking outside in the winter. Exactly. So all those times my dad told me I was going to get a cold because I left the house with wet hair. That wasn't true? No, it it was the nose. Oh. This is it, the last week before our holiday vacation. We've got four podcasts left after this one, 
and only three Twitch shows left. So if you're listening to this podcast early enough, we would love to hang out with you on Twitch during our live stream. You can say hi in the chat and let us know how you feel about anything we're talking about. Last week, we made a bet on the Seton Hall-Rutgers college basketball game since I went to Seton Hall and Carla Marie went to Rutgers. So we'll be talking about the fallout of that along with a lot of other topics. Some of them are planned. Most of them aren't. You can always find us on the Twitch app by searching for Carla Marie and Anthony. If you don't have the app, you can find us at twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony or hit the link in the description of this podcast episode. And don't worry, if you ever hear us talk about subscriptions or anything like that, you don't need to pay to join us live. It's always free. You can just come and hang out. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. The Morning Show Podcast. Because you deserve a better morning. For the second time, Backstreet Boy Nick Carter is being accused of rape. A 39-year-old woman, Shannon Ruth, filed a lawsuit against Nick Carter, saying he invited her onto the band's tour bus in 2001 when she was only 17 years old. The lawsuit alleges that he tricked her into drinking an alcoholic beverage that he called VIP juice. He then ordered her to perform sexual acts on him before forcing himself on her. This supposed attack led to her being infected with HPV. Nick Carter and his lawyer both say these claims are false. However, ABC canceled a Backstreet Boys holiday special, a very Backstreet holiday, due to the allegations. In a live stream press conference, Shannon said, Even though I'm autistic and live with cerebral palsy, I believe that nothing has affected me more or had more of a lasting impact on my life than what Nick Carter did and said to me. This is a pop stop pop quiz. Are you ready, Carla Marie? Yes. I'm going to list five celebrities. You tell me what they all have in common. Okay. Justin Bieber, Snoop Dogg, Jimmy Fallon, Steph Curry, and Madonna. Ooh, I don't know. Is it they're all friends with Martha Stewart? Are they all friends with Martha Stewart? What do these five people have in common? Turns out... They are all being sued for convincing people to buy tiny pictures of pixelated apes for lots and lots of money. Oh, you know, I almost bought those ape photos. Do you remember the NFT phenomenon around the Bored Ape Yacht yeah. Club? Okay, so for people who aren't familiar, they were digital drawings of apes, and they sold for thousands and thousands of dollars under the assumption that these NFTs, these non-fungible tokens, would appreciate in value like a good investment. Now, the problem with these celebrities that I listed isn't the ape art. It's the fact that these celebrities told the public to buy the ape NFTs through a crypto platform called MoonPay. And they were compensated by MoonPay in cryptocurrency, but they never said they had a financial interest in that company. So Jimmy Fallon, for example, this is kind of crazy. He did a segment on his show, not a commercial, where he talked about the Bored Ape Yacht Club and how he purchased his NFT through MoonPay all while not mentioning he had a financial interest in the company. Justin Bieber claimed he purchased a Bored Ape Yacht Club NFT for $1.3 million, when in actuality, it was gifted to him okay, in exchange for the promotion. That's flat out lying. Yeah, the fraud suit also mentions DJ Khaled, Serena Williams, Kevin Hart, and The Weeknd. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. Today's What's Trending gives back. A nonprofit called Welcome Baby works to make sure mothers in need have everything their baby needs in their first month of life. 
That's diapers. There's 220 of them. Bottles, swaddles, wipes, rash creams, thermometer, even a baby carrier, and so much more. You can donate one welcome box or donate the parts of a box that will be combined for donation. It's an amazing concept that helps families in need. And shout out to Martha in Kansas who sent this over as an idea for what's trending. Go to themorningshowpodcast.com to check it out and see all of my holiday gift guides if you need any more gift ideas. The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. With Carla Marie and Anthony. I mentioned when we kicked off the podcast today, Carla Marie, that this is the last week of episodes for The Morning Show Podcast. Yes. We're also going to be going on hiatus from our other show, on Twitch. So Correct. hopefully you are listening to this podcast early enough in your day so that you can come hang out with us on Twitch. We go live at 8 a.m. on the West Coast, 11 a.m. on the East Coast, and you can find us on the Twitch app or twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. And we are wrapping up episode 205 of the Morning Show podcast. And area code 205 is Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, nice. <laughs> Our friend Alabama does a morning show in Birmingham, Alabama. Which is it's crazy. a little confusing. It's the Alabama show in Birmingham. Alabama. And her area code on her cell phone is 205. There you go. And Birmingham, Alabama. Here's your fun fact. It is the largest city in Alabama. As always, thank you for making the Morning Show podcast part of your daily routine. And thank you very much to Jason Burrows, Lauren Ray, and Mike Meredith. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show podcast. Catch Carla Marie and Anthony live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony.